What is up, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the first official episode of KP and the Kings. I'm your host, KP, and I am joined today by two very special people, Hogdale and JR. You guys know them well. They've been on quite a few episodes of KP and the Kid, and now they are two kings joining me on this new journey. How are we doing today, King? Feeling uh, pretty uh, immaculate, as they would say. How about you, JR? Uh, not too bad, man. Uh, just enjoying my day, you know, enjoying the rest of my vacation. Just got home from Boston yesterday, so just relax and kick back and ready for NHL free agency to start tomorrow. Nice, nice. Love to hear it. How was your, uh, how was your trip to Boston, JR? Pretty good. You know, I got to see the Bruins win. Um, I went to Gillette again, saw the house that Tom Brady built. Um, cause Bella fraud, you know, is a, is a fraud. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, got to hang out and meet, uh, Boris and his girlfriend, Ashley. So that was pretty, pretty cool. Um, other than that, you know, just chilling, had a great time, walked around Boston, uh, ate some cool places and, uh, now I'm home and I'm podcasting with you Kings. So. Yes, sir. All right. <laughs> now, fellas. Quite, quite, quite a bit has been going on the past few weeks. Uh, baseball is back. Yay. Uh, Aaron Rodgers signed a deal that made him the highest paid quarterback in the NFL. And Russell Wilson was traded to the Broncos. But we begin this episode of KP and the Kings with the story of the day and perhaps even the story of the week. After less than two months, Thomas Edward Patrick Brady Jr., (laughs) the GOAT, has announced his return to the NFL. You see, last last episode, people were asking, Oh, oh, why didn't you guys talk about Tom Brady's retirement? Because he wasn't going to fucking retire, you freaking fools. Have you not been paying attention to me on Twitter? I predicted this all along. My sources are never wrong. Okay. Oh my god. Now it does it does indeed look like we are in for another year of that weirdo freak kissing his sons on the mouth on live TV. But what are your thoughts on this, fellas? Was I truly right all along in comparing Tom Brady's early retirement to Brett Favre's of 10, 15 years ago? I mean, it kind of is, but at the same time, Favre did it because he was a lazy dick who wanted to skip mini camps and shit. Like, Brady did it quite a few, you know, quite a while before uh, the starting of camp and shit. I'm happy to have the old fraud back, though. This dude's been playing quarterback literally since I can even remember anything in my human existence. Like, every year of my life, Tom Brady's been playing quarterback, and I'll be happy to see him do it yet again, the old fraud. How about you, JR? Um, be, be honest with you, uh, I mean, I'm happy to see him back, of course, because, you know, I love Tom Brady, um, but I hate Bruce Arians, and I hate the Tampa Bay Bucks organization, so all I can say is I hope Tom Brady has a great year, but I hope the Bucks don't do shit. Bruce Arians oh. really is a mega fraud. So shit. <laughs> I, I've seen some dudes in Pat's chat 
especially Mr. LB, he's been talking about how actually Bruce Arians isn't that bad. And I don't, I, I, I watch the games. K- KP, do you watch the games? I'm pretty sure you watch the games, right, KP? Watch every game that's available to me, yes. And, you know, JR also, King, watches the games. Uh, w- would you describe uh, Bruce Arians as a good coach? I would describe him as a thug. All right, this man <laughs> should be should have retired five years ago. Right. He's a fucking terrorist, dude. He's, He's ruining my baton. He doesn't understand fourth down play calling, early down play calling. You know, uh, under like having guys underneath for Tom to check down to on like second and long or third and long. Despises any sort of play action. Right? hates that shit. It's like, Tom's bread and run, butter. Run, vert, he hates run, it. Run, run, vert, vert. So no, I mean, has a stroke I, I, anytime. Go ahead, sorry. No, Bruce Arians is just like KP said. He's a thug. He is. He shouldn't <laughs> even be the coach. He shouldn't be the coach of the Buccaneers. He shouldn't be a coach in the NFL at all. He shouldn't even have Super Bowl rings. You know, I mean, he got. He just won this Super Bowl two years ago, two seasons ago. Thanks in part, you know, Tom Brady basically being the coach and offensive coordinator, the GM. You know, they make the jokes about LeBron being the GM, led GM. Well, I mean, shit, Tom Brady, the Mickey. he's been that past how many years? The fraud. The Mickey. The Mickey. The Mickey. It's just me, guys, LeBron and the Mickey James. <laughs> oh, boy, fellas, it's me, the Mickey James. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> He won his Mickey Mouse Championship. The Disney World World Championship. <laughs> it literally was a Disney World Championship, too. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> but, but he has been uh, going on a tear lately with all these 50-point games he's having, carrying the Lakers. Another old yeah, not really carrying them. They might not even make the play-in tournament. I mean, like, they, I- might, they might not. And all I know is AD is a fraud. AD is a fraud. Russell He's a mega fraud. Yeah, yeah. That was a major uh, blunder from the GM. Uh, he's like, he's like, you know what, guys? Russell Westbrook actually good. And then he brought him in. He's like, I was fucking wrong. <laughs> you guys see the video of him on the bench, bro? He's just checking the stat sheet, and Russ is <laughs> sitting there next to him, and he's like looking at it. And then LeBron's face gets pissed, and he starts like looking at. Russ, Russ just gets up and goes back on the court like, what did I do? Like, I cannot talk to this guy right now. I might get, I might get traded. Trade deadline's over, uh-huh. but you never know. But GM, things happen. I might get traded, you know, to the Memphis Grizzlies or the Detroit Pistons. Uh, Bron James with Russell Westbrook reminds me of, like, that scene in Rick and Morty where it's just, like, the guy is like, I was wrong. I was so wrong. <laughs> It's so bad. He's so terrible. The I don't know. They so bad. Thought that would be a good big three. It's been a horrible big three. AD hasn't played but a couple games. West Brick doing West Brick things and LeBron just, you know. Literally anywhere like Westbrook goes with any stars, it just goes to the shitter. Dude could play with like Kevin Durant. He is Durant. a jinx, man. Kevin Durant's like the easiest superstar to play with like as like on the court. Where it's like the dude doesn't need the ball, like he scores at will, but doesn't need the ball, and like will let you do your thing. And Westbrook's like, nah, you know what? This guy, nah, can't do it with him. And you team him with Honey Bun Harden. Oh yeah, 
That Harden, that dude, that's another fucking fraud. <laughs> he went from OKC to Houston, Houston to Brooklyn. Didn't even season on Brooklyn. Now he's with the Sixers, and, and he didn't. Even, if you saw it today, he didn't file his paperwork for the opt-in for the 2023-24 season. Oh my god! Or 2022-3 season. So he's a free agent after this year. Huh. How I wonder does, where he's gonna go? Who knows? One was like, "How does stay James far Harden away from Boston? Far away yeah, from stay Boston. Stay the fuck away and get a goal." I want, goal I want Bradley Beal, Bradley Beal this season, or Donovan Mitchell. That would be perfect. Hundred percent agree. I just want to know how James Harden gets away, like looking like me on the basketball court. This dude shows up as a fucking fat slob, and everyone's just okay with it. <laughs> It's a yikes. He's a, it's a big old yikes. I don't, I don't James know. Hard. It reminds me of know. Stephen A. Clip. Okay, yeah. Fuck a job of the hut, you fat slob. No good. <laughs> <laughs> this dude, Mr. Job of the hut, you fat slobbly. No good. Hogdale is going to look at this. Breaking news from Jeff Passan. The New York Yankees are finalizing a deal to acquire third baseman Josh Donaldson and shortstop Isaiah Kinner Falefa from Minnesota. Sources tell ESPN. So it looks like the two big Korea Korea is probably going to be a Red Sox. Unless he goes to Detroit. Detroit's already out because Chris Illich is a fucking cheap ass. Holy shit. This is I'm going to come. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna come. Holy fuck, I'm gonna come. <laughs> <laughs> so, we might be waking up to Carlos Correa news either tomorrow or sometime this week. So, yeah, they, Yay. Fucking, they, they trade Gary Sanchez to the Twins. Josh Donaldson wasn't good last year, though. <laughs> that's not that's not a good trade for the Yankees. That's, this That's is history huge. right there, you understand? This is huge for the Bo Sox agenda, kid. Catcher Ben Rordvet is headed to the Yankees alongside with Josh Donaldson. Uh, Gio Rochella and Gary Sanchez are going to Minnesota. Oh my... Dude, this is so huge. We're actually going to fucking get Correa, unless he goes back to the Astros, and then I'd kill myself. <laughs> speaking, speaking of the Red Sox... Uh, we had a fan question from uh, Crispy27 on Twitter. Give him a follow, guys, if you're listening and you get the chance. Uh, really, really knowledgeable guy. Big on uh, Big Stan of the show. Um, let's see here. What did he ask? He said, the Red Sox are the number four favorite to win the AL East right now. Is that fair or too low? Uh, Chris thinks that the... Uh, the Rays and the Jays are frauds, to be honest, and the Sox should be number two at minimum. What are you guys' thoughts on that? Um, Sox- I think the Rays and the Jays are frauds, um, but I think the Yankees are even bigger frauds for being rated number four or five on the list, too. Oh, yeah. Like, laughable. I mean, they were... Like, what, the Sox beat them in the fucking wild card round last year, and they had... And we owned them all season team. long. And we owned them the entire season. And, like, fourth to win the division, laughable. Fucking no. I'd put them above the Yankees for sure. I mean, I think people are sleeping on the Blue Jays a little bit, honestly. I think the Blue Jays are ridiculously good. They just barely missed the playoffs last year because the Red Sox... 
are streaky, but like they are really added, especially in the rotation. Like they brought in Gosman, brought in uh, Kikuchi as like a number five guy, and that lineup is scary. I'm uh, Guerrero, Teoscar Hernandez, Bo Bichette. Like that's a ridiculous like core of hitters there. I think they're fantastic. If they would have made the playoffs last year, they would have made significant noise because they were so hot and they just barely missed out because the Red Sox decided to finally not be frauds in the last like two or three games. <laughs> and the Rays are the Rays. Yeah, I mean, and yeah, and what? Cole pitched how many innings in the wild card round? Like two and a half and got pulled? Yep. Xander Bogart like, is his dad. Getting, it's, it's true. This dude's getting paid $325 million dollars to get pulled two and a half innings into a playoff game. Hermit Cole. Hermit Cole. <laughs> that picture. For Pete's sake. Pete's sake, guys. <laughs> so Hogdale, I don't mean to take you know your thing, KP, but bring this up for Hogdale because I know well, he's just gonna love it. and I know he's gonna get pissed at me. Oh my god. So what do you think about uh, Predator Boy Austin Matthews getting a hearing? Ah. <sighs> only man who could stop Austin Matthews from scoring 60 goals is himself, and I fucking hate every second of it. I can't say that he yeah, doesn't... Craig Anderson. But he scored on Craig Anderson, though, alright? Yeah, that but he stopped ball. him. Stopped him a lot of other times, but he, at least he got one past him. And fucking, I can't say he doesn't deserve it, because, uh, yikes. Uh, that's a dangerous cross-check. I mean, he hit him right in the fucking... He hit Darlene right in the neck. Uh, not a cool thing and to do. And the throat area, too. Yeah, it's just, you can't do that. You can't, at the same time, fucking, I like seeing him be a thug. Let's keep it up for the playoffs. Let's go. <laughs> it's hard to leave uh, being soft. Rather you be a thug than be a fucking choir boy. Choir boy, so instead of the Leafs getting rounded in six okay. games, they're getting rounded okay. in five games now? Uh, <laughs> why do you do this to me, JR? You're right. I thought, thought you were my Hey, man. I am your pal, but you gotta remember, <laughs> my team that I support is your franchise's daddy. So, it's true, dude. It's so fucking rough. That's the thing is, uh, right now, like, uh, the Leafs are in kind of a downward spiral at the moment because they're getting goaltending that is uh, giving them, a, I believe, an eight sixty six save percentage uh, since the beginning. You got Tuka Rask February. playing in that for you right now. I would fucking. Love Tuka Rask in the net. I don't even if he looked bad. There's no way he could work look worse than how Morazic has looked these last two weeks. Did you see him the games he played this year? His not, last game, he enough. last game he played this season was a five spot, which made him retire. Thanks. <laughs> to be fair, dude, you should holy fuck like last game like where Morazic was. The dude has no idea where his fucking net is. This dude, like, will literally go, like, eight feet from his net in front of the net. He knocked it off the moorings. It's so bad. And, like, today he had a really rough one where it's just, like, uh, on, like, the short side. He just lets it pass through him. And holy fuck, it's bad. Peter Mrazek is actually a fraud. He's in... His goaltending style is not conducive I mean, to the Leafs. Got... Like, because the Leafs, I mean, they don't have a good and... defense either. So that doesn't help. Oh, yeah, I mean, you have your savior, Ilya Lyubushkin, that, you know, all these fans, not good, you, but... Yeah. People, like, I was not hyping him up as the savior of the defense. I was like, he'll be good on the third pair, which he has been. He's been literally the only good defender, but he was never a fucking, you know, gonna save the defense. He's just always a solid depth guy. He's been pegged as a shutdown defenseman <laughs> since he was drafted and since he entered the league. 
Fatigue or again. Because, I mean, you open one door, it's the Lightning. You open the next door, it's Florida. The next door is Boston. And the next door after that, it's the Hurricanes. So, no matter what it is, it's a lose. It's a fucking nightmare. Like, it is. Like, holy shit. Like, when the the Leafs play amazing, they're like the fourth uh, best team points percentage-wise in the league. Uh, and the teams that are ahead of them are all in the same division. Very funny. Hilarious. <laughs> yeah, and they had they played a football game against the second worst team in the league, the Detroit Red Wings. And, you know, let's just say this. We were we had this in the hockey chat a while back when it happened. And, you know, who Marner hat trick, who 6-2 lead. And what did I say? The comeback starts now. You sure and did. what happened? You sure did. That game got drunk real quick. That game was fucking one of the weirdest I've ever seen. And yeah, the Leafs ended up winning that game. It was honestly a fun game to watch. It was. And it was insane. Fucking Marner had four goals. It was insane. The, the, like, there was no such thing as goaltending. The goaltending did not exist that game. Nicole, Nicole, well, they literally went to the settings and said, pull goaltender. Yeah, it pretty much. It was the combined like worst goaltending effort in the NHL in like the last twenty years. Yeah, Manoba, but Hogdale, what do you think about what do you think about my Bruins, buddy? Yeah, they're pretty good, and they're uh, kind of a kind of surge in there, huh, bud? You guys are a little doom and gloom from the Bruins in the beginning of the season because they were playing pretty mediocre, but they've really pulled it together. I mean, I always knew they would. I mean, they're the Bruins are the Bruins. They're just kind of rock solid. And I just, I'm not looking forward to the playoff matchup. I'm not going to lie, bud. <laughs> because it's going to happen. I mean, I mean, man, started off the season pretty. Eh. You know, the first few games were pretty rough. We beat Dallas first game. Our second game we played was Philly. Lost to Philadelphia. Got blown out by Philadelphia in Philly. When they're one of the worst teams in the league now because they haven't. They've only won three games since the beginning of the year. So it's been up and down. You know, we signed David Backus 2.0 with Nick Foligno, which at the beginning of the year, I was like, oh, this is going to be great. He brings depth scoring. He brings leadership. You know, he brings just everything you need in a veteran, you know, and holy shit, he's been so underwhelming. It's like you can't get him off the team fast enough. And I love the dude. Great guy. Always respected him. Always wanted him as a person. I think we got him about four years too late because he looks like he's a he's really on the back end of his career. He's so, he, but, he looks cooked. It's sad. I mean, you know, obviously I got a sneak peek of the, the Nick Foligno experience last year uh, when the Leafs uh, traded for him. And, uh, but yeah, first round pick. Yeah, first round pick. Uh, uh, thanks, Kyle. Uh, I <laughs> I joke because Dubas. Dubas is actually like. He he hits on like sixty or seventy percent of his moves, but that was uh, that was not one of them. It was bad. It was rough. I mean, he got hurt. It, it really derailed his season. Uh, it was a bummer. If, if it was going to be sick this year, by the way, like if slash when the the Leafs lose in the first round, if Dubas gets fired, I'm going to be sick. Like genuinely, I, I think he's actually. Oh, it's like, happening. He's. He, I think he's. Genuinely, I really don't think he's gonna have a job. Genuinely, I think he's a really good GM, and I think he's going to win a lot when he goes somewhere else. He'll learn from the mistakes that he made here, and he'll win a lot. <laughs> he's he's so good at finding these. It's going to be awesome. He comes to... It's going to be awesome when he comes to Boston after this year, and we just go and win Fuck cups me. after cup I... after cup after cup. 
suicide. I literally will. Oh my god, because Don Sweeney is kind of a fraud. Why is he still? Because if he, because you know, Austin Matthews loves him, so he's got rep- repertoire with Neilander, Matthews, <laughs> Marner, um, you know, Riley, uh, people like that caliber. You know, Michael Bunting, um, yeah. Lilligren. You know, why not? Just pretty oh, fucking boss. Because dude, like Dubas has done such a good job, like with like. It's like no cap space and he brings in fucking bunting to replace Hyman and he's been better than Hyman this year, which is insane. He brings in fucking Kasha who has had a really good year. He brings in David camp who also out of nowhere has a fantastic year. What he's done with zero cap space on this team has been insane. And last year, I mean, he put together like as good a team as, you know, he conceivably could. Considering like you guys were the best Leafs team last year I've seen in so long. Defense actually was like not shit. It was like middle of the pack, which for the Leafs is fucking elite. And they the players blew it. Like the the stars didn't show up. Fucking Matthews and Marner laid a fucking egg, and Tavares got his head taken off, and they fucking blew it against Montreal. So when people Corey Perry, Corey Perry, fuck me, Cole Caulfield, I'd see him in my nightmares. Caspiri caught Kimmy. It's like that's the thing is like when people are trying to find a, like an easy playoff matchup for the Leafs this year, and it obviously doesn't exist. Like you said, it's either fucking Tampa, Boston, Florida, or Carolina. It's a death row. What well, guys? Like the the easy route was last year, and you had actual Montreal Canadiens right in front of you, and you had them up three one. That was the easy route, and you fucking blew it. So let's not be fucking pussies. Like, if we play someone in the playoffs, uh, just beat them. Simply win. Why don't you just win instead of complaining? Losers. Yeah. I'm sorry for going on a hockey rant, KP. I know this is your podcast, but I don't really have anybody else to talk, like, hockey with on anything like this, so. Go Bruins, kid. <laughs> yeah, go Bruins, kid. Oh, fuck We're turning up. Got to see my boys win on Thursday night, and I got to see a masterclass out of David Pasternak, and you know, a nice goalie hug at the end. But seeing David Pasternak score that game-winning goal with 17 seconds left in person, electric, and probably one of my favorite memories of seeing the Bruins ever. So, thank you, Pasta. You made my day, and you made my birthday. Uh, I think the Bruins should try harder. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, we're trying to go for Jacob Chicken right now, but, you know, dipshit, dumbass Derek Scorbert you know, who thinks he's Bobby Orr, decided, I'm going to get some job security and injure Chikrin last night. Wow. That's fucked up. Oh, no. Yeah, the best defenseman on the market for trade, who has one of the best contracts, who's 23 years old and has four years left on his deal. Derek Forward's like, oh, fuck you. It's so Coyotes that, like, you would say all that, and the Coyotes are like, you know what? Let's move him. Because the Coyotes are trying to do a complete rebuild right now. And, I mean, I understand it. They're taking on these bad contracts. But in the process of taking on these bad contracts, they're clearing their cap for next season. And they're also getting all these first-round picks. So, basically, half the first round this year is the Coyotes picking. Like, they already have, like, eight first- and second-round picks these next two years. Like, that's... you you got to have guys to build around. Jacob Chickard could be one of those guys. You already have them locked up. Come on. I will give Arizona a first round pick for Dave or Dave. Oh my God. For Jacob Chikrin. A hundred percent. I will give them whatever they want for Chikrin. So to have him it. next to McAvoy. Oh, 
what I wouldn't who I would kill multiple people to at so least I'm have a guy like Ali McAvoy. Oh my god. Yeah, you'd kill for a guy like McAvoy on the Leafs. I know. Like fucking the mass murder on a scale that you haven't seen. <laughs> all right, I think that's it, guys. Uh, I want to thank all of you for taking the time to listen to this episode. And if you like the episode, follow us wherever you may listen to our podcast and follow us on Twitter and Instagram, especially Instagram. We only got like, what, 15 followers on there at KP and the Kings. That's K capital K capital P A N D the Kings K A K I N G S KP and the Kings Twitter and Instagram, especially Instagram. Anyway. If you loved, 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 loved the episode, be sure to leave a review on iTunes or uh, Spotify. I know Spotify now has ratings for podcasts, so give it a nice rating if you could. Uh, you know, also be a friend and uh, and tell a friend about us. You know, if you like the episode. If you didn't like the episode, that's okay. You know, Hogdale's going to show your girl a good time. Ain't that Don't right, fuck Hogdale? yourself if you didn't like the show. Very true. <laughs> Yeah, very, very true. Smooth talker. Anyway, take it easy, babes. Wah! Go fuck yourself. Go fuck your mother. I'm Batman. I'm gonna fuck your mother. Your mother blew me. Alright, Craig, get your fucking ass out of here. Let's (laughs) see. Craig is such a fraud. Craig stinks, dude. Not JK, Craig. We love you. Don't hurt us, please.